Hey everyone, welcome to She Brigade the Podcast. I'm your host, Bilun Lumsemech. On each episode, we bring you amazing trailblazing women to come share with you their life and career journeys, from entrepreneurs to nine to fivers and everyone in between. Our guests go through all of the highs and all the lows of this life journey that have brought them to being who they are today. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of She Brigade. On today's show, we have um, a very phenomenal young lady, Lucy Nkosi. Lucy is the art director and layout artist at Forbes Africa. Like, I don't know if it, if it sounds as amazing to you when you say it as it does to me, because in my mind, like, you're the art director of Forbes Africa. Like, I know, wow. it is quite amazing. Right? Yeah. It, I, I can't believe I it. I sometimes sit and think about it. I'm like, actually, wow, this is really, really cool. I'm an art director for such a great publication wow in africa not like south africa this is like africa yes with such a large audience and i know and at and at 29 yeah oh my goodness okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm like definitely girl fanning over you oh my gosh thank you so much you're (laughs) quite amazing as well (laughs) okay so lucy um you she has a b in communication design and like i said currently working in forbes africa and i know that you, you you mentioned that you are passionate about reshaping publication the mm-hmm. world of publication so mm-hmm. i can't wait to get into that yes welcome to the show thank you thank you for having me thank you so much for joining us mm-hmm. so yeah we like to start from the beginning on the show mm-hmm. so take us all the way back back to where you came from where, where were you born your upbringing everything um i was born and raised in soweto a wonderful township um i was in a i was raised in a single parent household I have an older brother, um, spent the majority of my childhood with my gran, sometimes with my mom. Um, I mean, like I'm a granny's go through and through. Like um, I learned a lot from her, learned a lot about life from my mom. Um, I really do take pride in the fact that I was ra- born and raised in Soweto. I mean, a lot of great minds were born from this t- wonderful township. Um, you know, uh, yeah, single parent household comes with a lot of lessons, uh, which we learned quite early in our development as kids, me and my brother. Uh, seeing my mother raise us has subconsciously taught me how to be an independent thinker. I've learned a lot of values on money and importance of having enough and not having money at all. And through my mom, I've also learned to ha- like that having difficult situations doesn't really uh, deter your future. Like mm. You can navigate through difficult times and come out stronger. Um, the most important thing that I've learned from my upbringing is hard work. Hard work has been the number one thing my mom has taught me, my mom has shown me through and through. Um, and uh, we've never felt like we lacked anything in my childhood. We, were never, tr- we never truly experienced any hardship. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful for my upbringing. I'm grateful for all the lessons that came with it and, and every experience that I gained from my mom being a single parent, my mom having to do everything for us and go teaching us and um, taking us through school and yeah, making sure that we have the necessary skill set to be the people that we are today. Mm. And I'm pretty sure she's quite happy with the result that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> came about from her teachings. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And how was your, your, your schooling life? So like primary school, high school, how was that? Yeah, I was such a nerd, hey? Wow. Hi, primary school. Primary school, I changed a lot of primary schools. I went from Fairview to, um, what was that school? I even forgot. Imagine. <laughs> I went, but I ended up in Nord Primary School. 
Yeah. Um, and then high school, I went to Greenside High. Uh, it was quite a good school. There's many um, celeb-like people that have come from there oh. as well. Uh, yeah, it was quite an interesting childhood. I think I matured quite quickly, especially because I like read a lot and mm. I spent a lot of time trying to get the good grades and be that number one student, which I kind of was. Mm. <laughs> mm, that's good. Yeah. Mm. And and did you know what you wanted to be while when you were in high school? Um, funny story. Um, I well, I knew that I was a creative. I knew that I loved drawing. My mom always like bought me coloring books. She bought me art stuff all the time. And in high school, I did a I did um, art as one of my seven um, subjects. I knew that I. I truly really wanted to create and enjoy creating but straight after high school that's not what happened I um, got a bursary for urban and regional planning adverts and I was like hmm my mom would be so happy for this so let me just go ahead and study urban and regional planning so that's what I did I went into VITS and there was like literally everyone's dream to get into VITS like yeah. oh which which varsity did you get into saying you got into VITS was amazing mm. so I got into it and two years into it I realized actually wow this is very depressing this is not me at sure. all I cannot study something for someone else because my intentions were good my intentions were I'm this number one student my mom knows me as this top achiever so let me continue into a career that would allow for me to be that for her yeah, yeah. um so in 2010 I did a, what a lot of students do, which is drop out <laughs> of it. Like without even thinking twice about it, I knew that the next step was what had to happen for me in order to, for me to be the person that I want to be. So I just decided that, listen, mother, I am going to drop out and I am going to look for something that will suit my personality. So I then enrolled at UJ and I did, I st well, studied a BA in communication design, not, no, not really knowing what that meant for me. Mm. And funny enough, actually, let me tell you back end of this. Um, while I was at VITS, I had a friend of mine, I sat with a friend of mine once and I was like, you know, I really think I should own a magazine or work at a magazine. Not knowing that I was going to go study communication design, yeah. that I was going to go be a graphic designer. I just said these words to her. And I was like, that's exactly what's going to happen for my life. But I don't know when, but I, I know that I want to have a, a magazine like Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, so yeah. And then fast forward, I went into UJ, completed that. And yeah, just slowly got into graphic design, understanding fully being a creative that I am fully getting into a space where I could be, uh, I could allow my ideas to flow, allow my ideas to shape my future, mm. shape the life that I want. Yes. Sure, yeah. that must have been like a, a hard, was it a hard time in your life having to like leave, make, like just to make the decision to firstly leave. Now you have to tell your mother and yeah. like break this to her. Yeah. And you have to go, and, and then you go into this other field that mm -hmm. is not, generally i, I want to say society doesn't see it as you know like like you were saying for a top achiever yes. you kind of want to do something that's a bit more yeah that must have been so difficult hey it was difficult because i didn't know if the career that i was going to get into would generate the money that my mom 
thinks I should have yeah. or generate the amount of success that society thinks I should have, that mm. people think I should have. Well, I, I, like, I had thoughts of, will I be embarrassing my family? Will I be embarrassing my mother? Will I be setting myself back? Will I be just another kid from the township who, didn't, who once made a good decision and then made a bad decision? I just, it was, it was a very tough decision, but it had to be done. You can never ignore the impulse. You can never ignore what your soul truly wants. Mm. And I just literally just jumped straight forward. And I was like, this is not for me. I'm going to try something else. Mm. And it seems to be working. I mean, I think, I think it worked out okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 pretty, I turned out quite good, yes. <laughs> okay, so after you, when you finished your degree, mm-hmm. what, what happened next? What, what? Straight Straight after graduating, oh, this was amazing. Straight after graduating, I got called for an internship at Caxton for Essential Magazine. Funny enough, I do not recall ever applying for it. It was just like, okay, is this the universe working in my favor again? It's like, yes. Yeah, so I got the job. Um, I interned there for about seven months. Learned a lot about the publishing world. Like my passion for it just grew even more. I was just like, this is the space I want to be in. I learned a lot about media, learned a lot about fashion and putting together a magazine. And I was like, this this is where I want to go. This is where I need to be. This is the space for me. Mm. Um, yeah, straight after that. And well, after the seven months were done, I got a call and, and I got um, a job at Ballyhoo Media, which is no longer running, but uh, Ballyhoo Media has four publications. It has Jobix, it had Jobic Style, Nubian Bride, which was a very lovely magazine. I um, think I remember that, yeah. Progressive Leader yeah. and Business Update, which were also different. Mm. Like Jobic Style was a lifestyle magazine, which was very cool and hip and fun for like the youth, which I enjoyed doing. And Nubian Bride was all about the black bride. Oh, I love everything that's black woman orientated. Yeah. Like it was just amazing working on that brand. And Progressive Leader and Business Update, as the name suggests, they were about business, they were about more corporate lifestyle and it was also quite interesting seeing that it was kind of an introduction into what I currently do now sort of but on a smaller scale um learning how trying to see how we can make corporate a little more fun a little more visually pleasing for Mm. the audience um yeah being at Ballyhoo Media was it was quite an interesting time it was a lot of fun I met a lot of amazing people, worked with a great team. But after a year and a half uh, being there, I sort of kind of felt I needed another challenge. I needed something deeper, something that had more meaning, something that had a greater reach, something that would allow me to express my ideas throughout a larger space and a larger audience. Therefore, that's when I decided, hey, I think it's time for your next jump. I resigned at Ballyhoo without a plan. No. Yes. <laughs> Impulse again. Where do you guys, like, you're not the first one to say this. I'm like, where do you guys get the, it, it, you know, the, Can I tell you, it literally the just. The courage to it, just go. It just happens. It literally, you, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I spent, before I did this though, however, I spent like a week fasting, a week just praying, just praying about it because I had these feelings of listen Lucy this is not for you this 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 was for you but it has reached his 
it's expiration date and mm. you have it's time for you to move to something that is deeper something that has more meaning something that will actually allow you to fulfill the role that you need to fulfill and yeah i resigned and um this yeah it was yeah, wow it was quite a tough time i resigned without telling my mom number one and i was like i'm gonna see myself through i will make a plan i'll tell her once everything has been planned out and two weeks into my serving my notice period i get a call from avn publishing which houses forbes africa and they're like okay come in for an interview i was <laughs> i was like god you are amazing sure i went for an interview and I, when i got there i sat in that seat waiting for waiting to be interviewed waiting to be asked the questions but in that space in that moment I, it was almost like confirmation i knew that this is my job this is where i'm going next this is where the universe is placing me next so yeah i went there did the interview and i could tell from the reaction that girl you got this like this is definitely yours and then just oh a few days later they called me in for a second interview and then they were like actually um this is what you'll be doing meaning you've got the job ah. and i got the confirmation letter later and when i was supposed to start was actually when my notice period was ending at ballyhoo media that is perfect that was i was like this is definitely for me that's how you know for certain that something is definitely for you yeah if it comes to you the way in a way that no challenge and no barrier can stop it from getting to you that was definitely mine that was definitely my job and so um yeah i started at forbes africa in 2017 and it was like like jumping straight into the deep end it was totally different from what i was used to everything that i knew wow i had to level it up a bit because now everything was quicker everything was more had more needed more research everything was not just for the tiny little audience that you have in South Africa mm. or Joburg based audience now you had to think about communicating your your ideas and your skills to a larger audience to more people that would want to um engage with the magazine and also like have your work be looked at and like oh actually this is a different view on what i thought forbes africa could be yeah it, it has been quite an amazing journey i won't lie yeah so how did you how did you deal with that because it's such a different mm-hmm. space to be in and it's it, like it's a mindset shift everything is so different did you have like a mentor how did you how did you adapt i, I don't know what the word is but like how did you get in and be like okay This I can do this at what I point can. were you like okay um a lot of it came from having a lot of faith and a lot of belief in my talent because if you get into a space which you feel and everybody else feels is too big for you you have to constantly remind people constantly show people that listen I am worthy of being here so mm-hmm. my skills are just as good as the person that was here before me I I it was always like I had always reminded myself like it was a constant reminder that Lucy you worked hard to be here you this is a journey that you have been through this is what you truly want so work towards adjusting work towards 
making sh- showing them that listen i am not an imposter here this is my space this is what i was called to do in this life so it was it was just really a mental thing you just always had to you just always have to remind yourself that you are good enough you are worthy of this job and um thankfully i had i have a a great boss who is able who allows me to be myself in that space who allows me to bring forth my ideas and allows me to um show like just have an input in how in which direction the magazine should go and which direction we should take when it comes to um photo shoots and I'm, i'm just i'm just blessed in that regard and i have a great team like it's a young team we all share bounce off ideas we've all it's just a matter of growing together everyone mm-hmm. just comes in no one truly knows what they're doing ever <laughs> but we all just teach each other mentor each other it's it's like a dual mentorship we you mentor you you mentor me i mentor you we all learn together what the other person knows you may not know so it's just mm-hmm. a sharing of knowledge and making sure that everyone is in a comfortable space and everyone is able to do their job to the best of their ability. So, it really is all about the mind. If you can tell yourself, if you believe in your heart and in your mind that you are able to do this job, then mm-hmm. you will by all means do it and you will prosper at it. So, yeah, that's basically how I managed to get through from being when I got there because I started there as a layout and graphic artist, which basically just meant doing layout and making sure the magazine looks good to send to print and as and then last year I became art director which is a larger role which is more responsibility for me which means I actually get to conceptualize and visually um no no and implement ideas that will like uh shape the visual look and feel of the magazine and it's which is actually like such a <laughs> wow it's a difficult <laughs> job a lot yeah. of sleepless nights but it's all worth it it's all amazing and it's all just a lovely place to be at yeah so if if you can even answer this if it's even such a thing what is a typical day in your life like oh wow my days are ever changing that's like is it, is it even <laughs> such a thing as a typical day in your world Number one, I hardly ever sleep. My mind is always <laughs> going on about ideas. Okay, I could have done that better. Okay, wait. This could Oh, this shoot will look like this. It's just Oh, wow. I wake up quite early, get to work. We um have meetings every other day. Like there's always a meeting about something. <laughs> mm. Um I'm always just planning and doing research. I'm always just thinking of who how we're going to make this person that's going to be on the next cover look good and um appeal to the masses it's always oh there's so much to do there is there's like the creative the design world has so much has changed so much has transformed so so much over the years like it's always you always have to keep in touch with what's going on around the world what's go, what are the trends what uh, what are other people doing because i look mostly towards um international brands and international magazines and try keep up with those trends because I'm not just designing for South Africa Africa just there's a lot of there's the audience is much larger than what we think it is mm. everyone's always watching so you have to make sure that you best represent the brand and everything that you do correlates with what the brand's values are so 
I'm just always researching, always planning and plotting and yeah, but our office is quite fun. There's lots of <laughs> jokes going around. There's lots of people just enjoying being young and in the media space. It's, yeah. It's quite amazing, yes. Oh, mm. wow, that's so incredible because mm. I just, I think about what you do and obviously you don't just come up, like you don't just design yeah. the, the, the cover. Yes. But just that alone is like you have to, it's storytelling in one picture. Mm. You have to tell a whole story in a picture and yes. like you're saying, it was a, it, at the same time appeal to the masses mm. and still be aligned with the brand's values but you can't take away from the actual person on the cover yes you can't uh, that's storytelling on a different level hey? because it's i mean it's a pan-african mag publication mm. and it focuses mostly on telling the african growth story mm. telling people how far we've come as africa as in an economic background within Africa as a whole, like with just within a global space, with how do we place Africa? How do we remind people that hey, this this continent is growing. This continent has so much culture. This continent is so much is so rich in history, rich in resources, and the people that come from this continent are such influential and amazing people that have abilities to influence the globe and uh, the globe, just the world on a larger scale. Mm. We yeah, it's 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 amazing to be able to tell people's stories, to be able to um, allow for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. It's just um, it's just an amazing. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Hey? Mm. Oh wow! And what would you say to someone who wants to follow in your footsteps? And, like, if there was a young person today that says, "I want to be the art director of Forbes one day," what would you say to them? What hmm. advice would you give them? Oh, wow. I'd say go for it. <laughs> I'd say know what you truly want. Know what, why you want to do mm. this job. That, wh what do you, how, how do you feel like you can impact society as a whole with this job? How will this one job allow you to fully be the person that you, what you truly want to be, the person that is not just a creative, a person that is able to tell another person's story, tell another person's background, give people a different idea on how Africa is. You, must, you should just be able to um, place yourself in a space where you, you can fully um, uh, achieve those goals, yeah. I mean, achieve the goals that you have set for yourself. Just don't make it about, oh, okay, this person seems to be doing it a great job this looks easy it's never easy mm. like no job is easy mm. we can all fool ourselves and be like oh that person is doing a great job it must be easy no mm -mm. and also we should also try and move away from the narrative that in order for you to be successful in that particular job you have to have experienced some kind of pain some kind of struggle you don't need to always struggle you just need to know what you want you just need to be able to plan and implement those goals that you mm. have for yourself and just move forward with them. Mm. You, you, you really, it's really just a mind thing. Just make sure your mind is always in the right space to receive that responsibility, to be able to fully focus on um, sharing what you, what your talents and your skills. Just always, just always believe in yourself. Yeah. Believe that you can do it and yeah. you will gladly do it 
anyone can jump from any career to another career just by believing in themselves and believe and moving towards um achieving goals and and um doing the necessary work in order to get to where you want to be mm, mm. by necessary work i mean you also have to go to school <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, you true. also have to keep teaching yourself like as with me i'm always just looking for short courses to do so i can like ups- like upgrade my skills um you cannot just depend on your one skill set you always have to upgrade yourself mm. as a person you always have to remember that hey I'm in this space and I need to maintain this space. It's not just, okay, God gave me this and now I need to chill. No, you work at maintaining it. You work at keeping it. You you always just have to keep getting better. It's all about the next step, the yeah. next level, the next, am I fully being a better version of myself in this job? Yeah. Yes. Just that's okay. what, that's all I'll, that's the advice I'll give to anyone trying to get into this. It's, yeah mm. so what are some of the highlights and lowlights of your journey um yeah my biggest low the only low i can actually recognize right now is um the loss of my grand i lost my grand straight after varsity and just as i got into my internship mm. which was so tough for me because i had to now balance dealing with dealing with losing her and dealing with getting this new job you want to celebrate but at the same time you're grieving so how do you balance the two that was just an absolute low in my life and funny enough every single time i get a new job i get it around the time she passed which was which to me just means she's always there always watching over me and yeah it's that was just the biggest look. And you actually started off by saying you're a grand, you're a granny's girl. Yes, through and That's through. That's you said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my, my highlights are how quickly I manifested the career that I wanted and how it keeps getting better year in and year out. How just everything just always seems to fall into place. I, that's just a highlight of my life. Um, and I'm just proud of the ability to create a, a greater version of myself and just unlearn habits that have held me back in the past. And yeah, that's just, that's simply it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And um, I, I actually like to ask this question. I know I forget to ask it sometimes, but like, would, what would you say are some of your mistakes that you've made or things you would have done differently in the past because i feel like sometimes we focus on mm. all the great stuff and it's ama- it's always good to celebrate the good stuff mm. but i also feel like people need to understand that you know if i feel like i made a mistake or did something wrong in my life i'm not the one that is going through these feelings mm. and mistakes are not even always mistakes or failures type mm. of thing you know you can always learn and grow from them yeah There's is there anything that you could think of that's just like um I don't know like I guess not fu- not truly knowing what I wanted to do from the beginning which could have saved a lot of time <laughs> um I, I see it as I saw it as a mistake back then but now when I think about it it's it, it had to happen there had to be a delay in my life in order for me to get to where I'm at like mm. if things went accordingly from the beginning there was no way there was probably no way I would be here. Or maybe if in, even if I did get to the space, it wouldn't have been the way 
it was supposed to be. Um, serious mistakes. Shit. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I know this like. Oh my gosh, this like, question. Hey, it put me on the think spot. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I mean, we make mistakes every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's actually that's true. Yeah, we make mistakes. We just need we to make learn. personal mistakes every day, but <laughs> we just, I guess that's the beauty of life. We can't be perfect. Yeah. Expecting perfection means you are not able to grow. Like being perfect, is it's not it's that's not your aim. That never should be your aim in life to be perfect. It should just be, the being at the best level of yourself of your true self mm. which is never perfection because if that is then there won't be room to grow there won't be room for you to be a better i don't know host that you are right now <laughs> <laughs> it's actually interesting that you say that because before we started recording mm. we were just talking like you were saying to me uh, you know sometimes we try to be perfect hey you can't always be perfect you can't be you can't always be perfect that puts unnecessary pressure on yourself and that's when mistakes actually happen mm. <laughs> when you try too hard to be perfect mm. so just live life take moment as it comes take every moment as it comes and breathe <laughs> breathe yeah breathe breathe so, okay yes. and so what are what what are your plans like what are you, what's mm. next for lucy oh what's next i'm no, I can't reveal this. Oh, my God. like, guys, I wish you saw her face. Your face just lit up and you're like, oh, I, I you cannot. Now I'm like, oh, oh my, my gosh, I want to know. No, it's, it's too premature. I cannot okay, reveal okay. this. Okay, oh, okay. But I'll enough. tell you off the record. Like, oh. I promise you guys. I'm sweating right now because thinking about. <laughs> to that question. Oh, what's next? Oh, yeah, I, I, I cannot reveal. I, I do not want to mess with the universe okay. and jinx it. Let's let, 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 let um, take their course. Let's let yes. I'll be back for another interview follow up. follow up and i will <laughs> tell you baby girl this is what happened <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough happy okay so i ask all of my guests this mm-hmm. question and here's the reason why i ask this question why it means so much to me is because so like for me one of the things that i tried to live by is a quote that says be who you needed when you were younger mm. you know when we we're young there's always, um, well, at least for me, there's mm-hmm. always someone that I wish I could have looked up to or yes. that maybe wasn't around. Yeah. Or sometimes you feel like there's things you needed to hear that, you know, you didn't have that person to say those things to you. Mm. And I feel like if I needed that as younger Pelo, mm. there's probably someone today who needs to hear that same message. Yes. That's, that's really why I always ask my guests, if you, could call, if you could go back, just go back in time and talk to younger Lucy, what would you say to her? Um, I'd say nobody can tell you who you are and what your place is in this world. Um, people, I mean, people may define you uh, based on the filters in their mind that they have, that they use to view you, but only you know who you truly are. Like, I, I say this because, um, going back to me studying town planning, I was doing it because someone else thought I should be that and whereas I knew deep in my soul that that's not me that's I know who I want to be I know who Lucy truly is she may be a top achiever but she's a top achiever in a different space so always just um follow your passion take each take each challenge as it comes and um take each day each encounter each dream each goal that you have as something significant as something that has to happen as something that can make a change in this world 
you are valid and your life stands for something. That is what I would tell myself as a younger Lucy, something I wish I was told mm. when I was younger. Yeah. You are valid. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> sure, that is so beautiful. Oh, um, okay, is there anything else like... I was reading about, like, I was learning about how to interview people. <laughs> and an interesting thing that someone said that they do on, on their show is that they ask their guests, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you would want to share? Hmm. Is there anything? No, you covered everything here. I was, <laughs> I was, I was so ready for what you asked me. <laughs> like, yeah, th- yeah, there's nothing else I feel that you missed. You asked yeah, I think you went deep into... No one has ever asked me about my background, ever. No one has really, like... I've never had an, a space to share how I came about being an art director at Forbes Africa. And I think people always see a, p- a person and assume that, oh, this must have been an easy job to get for you. You look a certain way because people always have this idea of what a creative should look like. Mm. They have an idea of what a person that works at Forbes, a person that works at wherever I should look like. You should actually see my colleagues. We all look so different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's just, yeah, it, it's just been amazing to share my story and my background. Thank you so much. Oh, my that. goodness. Well, yeah. It's absolutely my pleasure. So mm-hmm. if, if our users want to just keep up with you, get to know more about you and just follow you, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram as Lucinkosi and Twitter Luce Nkosi, but I, I don't tweet that much, but um, it, it would be nice to engage. Um, LinkedIn, Luce Nkosi, that's my main platform lately. Yeah. I seem to be interacting more with people on that platform. Me um, too. I'm actually loving LinkedIn a lot more I prefer days. LinkedIn, actually. Yeah. Like, I used to engage a lot more on other people, but now LinkedIn is become... LinkedIn is the place to be. Yeah. I feel like people from different countries feel, feel that it's easier to engage with people True. on LinkedIn. Mm. I, I feel like you have more credibility if you reach out on LinkedIn. Yeah, it, it feels like an intimidating mm. platform, but yeah. then you begin to realize, like, I won't even lie, I, I stay sliding people's DMs on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> it feels intimidating, but actually that's where, like, you can have very productive conversations yes, with people. Yes, like, it, it, it's a great space. Yeah, yeah. I, I like LinkedIn a lot. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you so much, Lucy, for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Thank you so, so much. This is amazing, um, honestly. Oh, also a word for the female listeners. Um, this is a, something I, I read recently from a book called Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. It's just a, just two lines that stuck with me um, with my career and everything. Um, it's find something you love doing and do it with gusto find the right career for you and by all means you will go all the way to the top remember that with everything just write it down and remember it that once you you know what you want once you truly allow yourself to do what you love there's no there's nothing that can stop you from succeeding so go on and prosper go on and prosper (laughs) thank you that was amazing thank you thank you thank you so much Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. 
As always, we love to engage with all of you, so feel free to pop us an email if you have any feedback or guest recommendations on info at shebrigade.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram, so don't forget to tag us on your posts at SheBrigade. See you next week.